All right, uh, time now to uh, go to Atlanta, Georgia, to Michael Graham uh, at News Radio 106.7 FM. Uh, Michael, uh, to many of my French friends, I offered condolences after Paris. Uh, the least I can do is offer it to you as your citizens were slaughtered in San Bernardino. What's the American reaction and particularly the Michael Graham reaction? Well, the frustrating thing has been watching the 72-hour kabuki dance of the members of the media and our president and prominent uh, Democrats pretending that we didn't know that this was Islam-inspired violence. Well, today we have the breaking news that you've covered at News Talk that uh, the woman in the, the attack was pledging her loyalty to al-Baghdadi of ISIS during the attack, which, of course, is hardly a shock given that this couple had turned their home into a bomb-making factory. The idea that this was a you know going postal, a disgruntled employee. What do you mean I can't have Thursday off? And you build a bomb factory is absolutely ridiculous on its face. Once we knew that this uh, that the uh, guy involved, Farouk, was described by his father as quote an incredibly devout Muslim. All he did was go to work and go to mosque and go home. The odds that this was uh, religion-inspired violence went up tremendously, and everyone who pretended it didn't was just simply being stupid on purpose. And that's the most frustrating part about this problem that Paris faces, that America faces, that San Bernardino faces, that Europe faces. Everyone knows there's a problem inside Islam, and they're not willing to have an honest conversation about it. And so we get craziness like workplace violence. Uh, Obama has been unbelievably chicken. I mean, is the man without any testosterone? Yes, he is. You're absolutely right. He's the mom jeans president, no testosterone. He probably would buy a copy of Playboy if you were naked in it, George Hook, which I appreciate you offering, and I'll be on the phone to them right away, uh, because that's who he is. But let me ask you this. Are we seeing a turning point, do you think, in Europe? Because remember, the um, the uh, United States right now, with our very small Muslim population, has about a thousand people who have files on them from the FBI because of links to ISIS. The woman in this attack went through our counterterrorism screening by the Department of Homeland Security. That's the highest screening you can go through, and they let her right in. Despite now we're we're now finding out, oh wait, she was in contact with people with links to terrorism. That's in America with a small Muslim population. As you watch this, you know, the, the flow of, of migrants from jihad, the jihad-centric part of the world, and you watch what happened in Paris, now we see Great Britain willing to stand up. Even Germany is pretending to get involved. Uh, is Europe turning the corner? Or is Europe becoming gramified no, no, George Hook? No. No. I, okay. I mean, there I are... I almost use a Graham-ism uh, uh, about some <laughs> of our politicians in the idea of lily-livered. Um, we mm-hmm. are, like, we are basing uh, our attitude on the awfulness of a little boy drowned in the sea. But you can't make mm-hmm. laws based on a little boy drowned in the sea. Uh, they, these liberal politicians 
politicians and and like the terrible thing is I'm a liberal and proud of it and increasingly I am finding that uh, a, a word that I don't want to use anymore because they're turning around and saying you know well we'll check them we'll definitely check them uh, <laughs> and like uh, 4,000 are going to arrive in to Ireland 4,000 are going to arrive in and we're going to check them they, the, mm. pol- the politicians won't tell us that they actually know it's 20,000 because they will bring immediate family members with them sure. in turn they'll be allowed to do that that's 20,000 and they're saying you know uh, uh, we can check them and can I can I ask you something can I ask you because yeah. I'm curious about this because you know I love doing the show I'm not trying to pick fights with people I love you know egging the fine people of Ireland on because I love your country you're great people we have these disagreements and so I use Euroweenie and stuff but I'm sincere about this in the United States right now our president and his party are trying to present it that if you point out that a devotion to the faith of Islam makes it, however small, more likely that you'll be involved in terror is a form of hate speech as opposed to any other religion. In other words, if I, if someone said, hey, that guy who shot up the, the place was a devout Baptist. Wow, that's a surprise. Hey, the guy who shot the place was a devout Orthodox Jew. Wow, that's a surprise. Hey, a Hindu. Wow, surprise. It's a Muslim. Oh, isn't that every rational person's observation about the current state of the world? Or is that viewed as hate in Ireland, too? Uh, by a percentage of population, it is. And the hate mail that I receive for saying precisely that uh, is... Because what's, I'm not saying oh, I guess, I want I it to be guess, true. I it's guess, just true. It's just true. true. And it's not my fault. I had nothing to do with it. America and Ireland had nothing to do with it. But I, I don't, how did we get to the point where telling the truth has become a language crime and in some proposals in the United States, an actual crime. There are college professors being threatened with losing their job for simply stating the fact that Islam has a problem with terror that no other major religion has. Losing your job for telling the truth while they're trying to kill us, I don't understand. Well, this now means um, the French have said, essentially the French, the British, uh, and uh, probably the Germans are talking Mm -hmm. about being at war because as long as, if you send war planes in to bomb, you're at war. Does right. it, is America now at war in your opinion? Of course we're not at war. Let me give you the perfect example of where America is. The week that we had this attack perpetrated inside our country by people with links to ISIS, and we still won't fight ISIS because we still won't drop bombs if there's any danger of civilian casualty. We won't bomb tankers because the drivers are in the trucks. We just finally changed that. We announced this week, George, that we're going to allow women in all combat positions, the elite rangers, the elite SEALs, everywhere. And we're lowering the standards. We've already have lowered the standards of the military so that women can go into combat. If you're not serious about fighting when you're saying that for no, we don't, it's not like Russia in, you know, 1941 where we needed the women. We've decided we're so unserious about the issue of defense and security. Why are we lowering we're the make standards? Politics first. Why are we lowering the standards if we allow women in the military? Because women can't meet the physical standards. The average woman can't do do a single pull up, for example. Um, and so it's all about physical. Has nothing to do with women not having courage. Of course, they have the courage. But all the women in the but, in the in the army will be able to do the pull ups. No, they can't. No, they can't. And so um, and and so what we've done is we've lowered the standards. My point is. Nobody thinks we need women in the military. No no one thinks that this is going to improve the performance of the military. Virtually every study shows that it's going to hurt the performance of the military. 
But in the middle of this, quote, fight with ISIS and Al-Qaeda and with Russia on the rise and China on the rise, our politicians have made the decision, you know what's more important? How do we feel about our military? How do women feel when they're serving? Are we being fair? Are we social justice warriors? I guarantee you nobody in Moscow or China or or Raqqa, Syria, is worried about social justice. They're worried about pure, raw power and victory. Now, but but what's the difference between, as the listener points out, uh, what's the difference between the planned parenthood shooter Mm -hmm. and the Muslim shooter? One is a fundamentalist Christian terrorist and the other is a Muslim terrorist. Uh, have you seen the picture of the of the, the the Planned Parenthood guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, total lunatic. I mean, the guy's a lunatic. He was living out in the woods by himself as a hermit with these little cardboard signs that said, stay away, you know, private property. He was mentally deranged. Everyone knows he's mentally deranged. As opposed to the, but this But by couple. most standards, but you don't think that people are mentally deranged to just shoot 14 people, uh, no? Uh, when, when, you, when you interviewed the people who knew the Planned Parenthood shooter. They all said the same thing. Oh my God, he's a nut. This guy was crazy. I was scared to talk to him. I was nervous in my neighborhood. Talk to the people who just uh, attacked San Bernardino. The co-workers loved him. Just had a baby shower for them. Uh, the guy was making 54 grand a year as a restaurant inspector. Had a great lifestyle. His wife was a pharmacist. Uh, you know, they, they, would live, they were, quote, living the American dream. That's a quote from one of their family members. There's a fundamental difference between a lunatic who goes off on a lunatic spree and someone who has absorbed their ideology, accepts their ideology in the name of willing to kill. The Nazis weren't crazy. The Nazis were evil. They were people who believed a very evil thing. The, uh, the communists weren't crazy. They were the, the, uh, the, the, the communists who believed in single government. You know, they were totalitarians. They believed it was the right thing to put people in camps, have pogroms. They really believed it. That's the challenge that we face with the battle between the West and the jihadists. The jihadists aren't crazy. They're sincere and they're smart. And it's a problem that has to be faced. But you don't seriously believe that sending a few warplanes in is actually going to fix it. Of course not. Absolutely not. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you this. War is not going to fix this. You and I have had this conversation many, many times, George. As long as the only two choices for the young men in the Middle East are either dictatorship or whack job Islam... We're going to be having the same... We had this same conversation 10 years ago. Yeah, and I told you 10 years ago, I told you that if you went into Iraq on some fabricated idea that... No, I told you. I did tell you. And I said that you would make Saddam Hussein a hero for people. You would create more and more people that were anti-West and as percent, all this goes back to the invasion of Iraq. It, that's no, you're completely exactly wrong. You're, in, in fact, in fact, the f- the proof that you are wrong is what we see now. How different the Middle East was in 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9 versus now. When we did the surge and it was working in Iraq, there was no ISIS. ISIS literally didn't exist until 2010. Iran was scared to, to, to back terror. You know what Iran's doing today? They're invading a neighbor. Uh, the, the Libyans were ending their weapons program. You know what Libya is now? A freaking Islamist mess. We there and as long as the West, us together, aren't willing to help the rational moderates of the Middle East find a path forward, which is a long struggle. It's like the Cold War, 50-year struggle. What's going to happen is 25 years from now, 
There'll be people having the same conversation. Oh my gosh, Islam-inspired terror killed some more people. What are we going to do about it? There right. is no there is no way out. We can pick this scab for another 25 years, or we as a West can say our values are better than yours. We're willing to defend our values and willing to lead the minority in the Middle East to share those values forward so that 25, 50 years from now, your kids can have a great life and a great future too. All right, uh, Michael Graham, uh, live from Atlanta. Uh, of course, you get Michael uh, at News Radio 106.7 uh, FM.